in reviewing and expanding the instructions for this morning. We'll touch in once again uh, with guidance for the breath. Uh, Expand a little bit the guidance for the body. Also emotions in practice and including working with thoughts as part of the practice. We may touch in just a little bit, small moment, into that quality that knows itself, sometimes labeled awareness. Different traditions, lineages, use different words for this same thing, that which knows. But before all that, I really want to acknowledge that meditation is an art. The direct experience of meditation is more on the side of being an art than a science, although there's certainly plenty of science within the process. So we have all these invitations, all these instructions, this guidance, And then it's really up to each of us to (coughs) paddle, to float, to use techniques, and then to trust that we can rest a little bit and see how those techniques resonate. Should I be with the breath when the body is hurting? How do we discover that? By exploring. There's times when we make a big thing in our minds or a big body investigation around a discomfort and afterwards we realize, you know what, I probably could have just come back to the breath on that one. The only way we discover that is by trial and error. It's an art. So with all of the instructions that are being given this retreat, I just have such respect for the masterpieces that each of us are unfolding here. When I sit down to meditate, very often the first couple of things that I do are check in with the structural posture of sitting. I have kind of go-to places that I check, like first making sure that I can feel the sensations that tell me that the body is resting on the floor, the chair, instead of the idea that I'm sitting here. It's like, where's the pressure, the warmth, the pulsing sensations that tell us that the body is resting on the ground? That's the base of the posture. I check and make sure that the pelvis area is rocked forward just a little bit. It's not a big pelvic tilt forward. Just enough that there's a gentle curve in the lumbar. I often inhale the shoulders up and down the back body. Some of us need to draw our hands in a little bit. 
because when they get too far down, especially if you have long arms, drags the whole upper body forward. Tuck in the chin a little bit until we feel that sensation where the top vertebrae of the neck meets the bottom of the skull. I'll soften around the eyes and let the jaw go. The other thing that I often do is to check in once again with intention for being here, intention for this practice as a touchstone, something I can return to from time to time when it's in ease, this journey, and when it's in struggle. And then we have the experience that is our home base, our primary object, that which we go to again and again and again. When in doubt, we can always come back to the breath. Again, There are a few of us using sounds coming and going as that same primary object. And I want to add yet another word of encouragement for those that it is their first retreat, that they're newer to meditation, that you make sure at this point in the retreat that you are super clear where your go-to is. If it's the breath, is it the breath in the abdomen, the belly? Is it the upper chest? Maybe it's above the upper lip or in the nose. One's not better than the other. We choose the spot that feels more natural, easier to stay with. But this is important because we can spend the whole retreat sort of vaguely knowing that we're breathing, which is way better than not knowing it at all. But there's more. So however we're engaging this, just receiving this life moving through us. And the wisdom of it, that it's cycling especially if we're being with the breath, but sounds too. There's a rising, and we can note it or not note it. And there's a pause, and there's a falling, and there's a pause. If you notice that the mind gets dragged off into thinking a lot in that pause between the breaths, it can be so wonderful in that pause to feel the field of sensations that we label hands. And that field of sensations are the elements that have been talked about. 
Are they hot or cold, heavy or light, tingling, pulsing? We just touch in for a minute. It's called a touch point. It has two wonderful benefits. One is that it supports a continuity of attention. The other is that if we're noticing that there's reactivity in the system, the mood, the stories, the struggle, feeling the hands in between the breaths actually supports the nervous system from the inside to re-remember that reactivity can be discharged. So we're sitting here and we're breathing and knowing we're breathing. And then of course other things happen. So sometimes the attention is dragged off in sensation in the body that is not the breath. And those experiences cycle too. There's the early aches and pains in the retreat. And then sometimes in the middle of the retreat is more deep-seated stuff emerges. Whether it's more aliveness than we've ever felt in the body or it's some really deep contraction. So we can always acknowledge it, give it a name, and come back to the primary object. It's always an option. If it's painful, we can take a few breaths there and then come back to our usual place with the breath. We can send it some metta. I want to offer one more possibility for when the discomfort in the body is deep and lasts for a while. Because many of us have spent too much time yanking the attention back to the breath when there's a lot of discomfort or diving into the discomfort until we get exhausted, which is also not the point. So just for the purpose of training, if you have a spot in the body right now that's less than comfortable, if you don't have it right now, choose a spot that often on this retreat has been less than comfortable. Everyone's got that. And you can either put your attention there or you can put your hand there. This kind thing to do. So this is a technique that works on a pendulation principle. Pendulation means moving back and forth between things. So we're just gonna take three breaths. It's also a three breaths model. Three breaths into the spot is not quite comfortable. Just as it is. And our mind with it, just as it is. And then we're gonna pendulate and move the attention to the sensations in the hands. Now, if your hands hurt, choose your feet instead. Because you wanna move the attention somewhere where there's not pain, okay? 
and feeling those sensations and taking a whole bunch of breaths, noticing heavy, light, warm, cold, numb, pulsing, tingling, flowing, whatever you notice. Knowing that the painful spot will call and scream for attention and we say yes right now. I'm being with the hands to remind the system from the inside that there's more than the pain. And then we can go back to the spot that has unpleasant feeling tone. Take three breaths. And then we can go back to the hands or the feet. Really being curious about the world of sensations. So that's another possible tool for when the pain is ongoing, a large portion of the meditation. You spend a bunch of time doing that pendulation and then intuitively you come back to the breath. Say, okay, enough. So of course sometimes we're breathing in and breathing out and knowing it and what forces itself into the foreground is the world of emotions and thoughts, which are very intertwined. We started working with this yesterday. So I want to add one more piece about possibility for practicing with these worlds. The kind of the first step, of course, is the recognizing and the naming. The naming of the emotion, the naming of a story. It can be quite simple. Planning, remembering, fantasizing, worrying, uh, these worlds. If it's a particular scenario, you give that scenario a name. We've got our five, top five here, or you know, your top ten or whatever you've got. You go, ah, there's number six. Give it a name. There's a certain place in our settledness, which comes in cycles here, where we can drop down from the label into the body. Again, you just take a couple breaths and you go, oh, what does that worry feel like in the body? I check the face, I check the core of the body. 
what does peace feel like in the body? Just take a few breaths, you know, which basically is an acknowledgement of a few moments. Oh, it's like this. And you return to the breath in your spot. So that's another step in this process. And then there are still other times where the concentration, the continuity of attention is more steady. Um, One of my teachers talks about it like this. She says, it's as if we're sitting on the bank of a river. And the river is a river of thoughts, emotions, sensations, and it's flowing, it's moving. We're really starting to see that more and more. It's moving. And our job is to sit by the river and let it all flow by. Okay, so we know that what happens sometimes is not that we sit by the river, but we jump in and we get wet. How do we know that? It's always great to be on the lookout for struggle. Struggle often means we've jumped in the river of something. Now we're uh, wet, uh, caught, swirling, eddying, something. And that's okay. As soon as we recognize that, we then have the choice to hop out of the river, sit back down into you know our internal, external posture, I take a breath, I go, oh, that's what it's like to be caught. Which is so different than judging ourselves for it. This is what it's like, it's like this. Oh, it's still moving, look. We're still thinking about what just happened and it's moving, it's arising, it's passing. Oh, this all feels a little bit too complicated, maybe I'll come back to the breath, art of meditation. So you can use that if it helps you. There's many images and metaphors that will continue dropping in here. I like that one. It's very grounding. There's the ground of sitting in our seat and direct experience and the flow of changing events. There are still other times, small moments many times, when we can start to notice the space, the gaps in between thoughts, or the space in between cycles of thought. Attention is with the breath, but there's also available the space of the knowing of the breath, which is in relationship with the breath. But the breath is the breath and the knowing is the knowing. They come together. Sometimes that reveals itself for a moment. We can't create it, it's already there. It's just this balance of presence in the body, stability of mind, heartfulness,
and the understanding and the trusting that there's something nearer than near which is available to us in this process that we can just say, I'm available and see what happens. Can't make anything happen here. So this is a great art of meditation. Enjoy your practice.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.